Hi, this is Star Wars author Delilah S. Dawson, and you're listening to Clashing Sabers Network. Here we go again. Sure. We're home. I bypassed the compressor. You were the chosen one! Something truly special. Congratulations. You are being rescued. Revenge is not the Jedi way. I am no Jedi. The ability to speak might not make you intelligent, but we're going to try to prove otherwise. This is the Clashing Sabers podcast. I am one of your hosts, Brandon, and I am here with my co-pilot, the Shadow of the Sith himself. It's... Hey, it's Drew. How are you guys? How are you doing, Brandon? I am uh, I am exhausted, truth be told, Aww, um, but a good kind of exhausted. So really busy. I've kind of haven't been on the internet a lot the past couple weeks because school started and uh it's a uh-huh. lot but uh everything's going well how about you wait have you then missed the most critical of announcements in in quite some time then that bad batch season two is getting released no on- no 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 one cares about that the more important release that occurs tonight at midnight uh caravan of courage the, the right. special edition <sighs> Let's just fast forward because our, our guest is going to be as interested, excited about this as I am. So we need to hustle up. Speaking of said guest, uh, I, for some reason, allowed for Drew to make a game. Um, it was even my idea, actually. Let's just be totally <laughs> honest here. It was my idea. So I didn't want to suffer alone. And because I didn't want to suffer alone, I brought a good friend down with me. Another victim to the fire. He has the brains of Dr. Vindy and the heart of Jar Jar Binks. From a larger view of the Force. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's the Vore. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Listen. Did, did that reference make any sense to you? Because Yes, it did. Oh, oh man. Okay. And uh, am I congratulations? wrong? <laughs> I, I guess not. <laughs> Here's all you need to know, Drew. Devor has never given anybody the blue shadow virus. Wait, that the one I got. Okay, now I'm on board. Okay, yeah. yes. I watched that arc this morning, uh, and when I say watched, I mean it was on, and I went, <laughs> his voice sounds dumb. But uh, here we are. <laughs> That's the kind of deep-level analysis we come to you for, Brandon, and we appreciate you. That. I, I try yeah. to provide. I try to provide. Listen, so- listen, there's a very important thing happening tonight, and, and DeVore knows what it is. Don't you? I oh think I gosh. do. There's a certain uh, musical saint who's releasing their next greatest masterpiece at approximately 1201. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, okay. So that's what this is going to become. I hear you. Yes. Listen, I almost made this an entirely Taylor Swift tailored game. So you just thank your lucky stars. That's not what's going on. Though certain references may or may not occur. <laughs> I won't, yeah, I was going to say, I won't believe that until uh, we get through the, the uh, episode and you've made multiple Taylor Swift references because that's just what you do and that's what we love I, you for. I bring the analysis, I know, I you bring the, the Taylor Swift references. So I, I'm, I, I am nothing if not a pulp, pop culture reservoir, you know? I'm, I have my fingers on the pulse of something. And it's got to be something, right? Uh, everything is something. That is a correct statement. <laughs> so, 
Oh man, I think we're all feeling the, uh, the the lateness of the hour and the longness of the days. Yes, very much so, very much so. But Devore, we haven't had you on uh, in in a while. We obviously stay in touch quite regularly, and uh, so what 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 have, what have you been up to? What are you Star Warsing lately? Let's see, what am I Star Warsing lately? So I am currently listening to because that is how I consume all of my Star Wars book these days. Mm-hmm. I am listening to the Legends Revan novel. Whoa, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I I recently made it a goal to become more acquainted with Legends because it was something that I did not consume in any fashion back when it was a thing, back when it was the expanded universe. Mm-hmm. And pretty much once I got into reading Star Wars books, it was, we were well deep into the current canon, so I've just been canon books. And so then not too long ago, I decided that I wanted to at least get a kind of familiarity with it. And so I set as a kind of baseline goal that I wanted to consume all of the books that are going to be part of the Essential Legends collection. Ah. And so Revan is not yet. I think it will be the the actual essential collection legends collection version. I think comes out in November, but the audiobook, of course, already exists. And so I have been listening to that. I mean, in terms of the other ones that are part of the collection, I haven't gotten through many of them. I have done Plagueis, and I've also done Shatterpoint. Oh wow! Okay. And uh, and then I've also I, I have a few Legends books that are not part of that. So I've done, for example, the Revenge of the Sith novelization, and I've done uh, Labyrinth of Evil. So yeah. Well, you're certainly hitting some of the highlights, which is good news. Yeah, and it is actually that book is my first foray into the period of the Old Republic. I, I never played Knights of the Old Republic, never read anything else. That is my first any kind of wading into that time period i'm kind of tempted to start collecting the the legends uh what's the edition that they're calling them the essentials right essential yeah the essential legends collection i think that that is going to look really cool on a shelf except for Hmm. star wars does have a problem with making stuff not look good on a shelf because you get to the 12th book out of 14 or something like that and and all of a sudden you change the size of the book and the binding of the book. Um, we're not bitter here on, on the Clash of Sabres podcast. It's it, probably one of my most frustrating things is like the, the, the small variations. Like I brought, I have a copy of the Thrawn trilogy, but I didn't buy the, tr- the three pack that has all of them from the Essential Collections. I just bought them individually as they came out. And they are like millimeter differences in heights. But it's just <laughs> enough where if you look at all three of them side by side, you can see it with the naked eye. And you're just like is my brain going a little bit haywire or are these things off? And they truly are off. And it's just baffling. Like I'm not an expert in book binding and printing obviously, but there's gotta be somebody who's just got like a settings that they save on a printer and right. Am I the only one who thinks this is crazy? I mean, no, cause like you, they, they made the announcement, uh, you know, a few months ago when the new sizing for the books, uh, the paperbacks came out and it was like uh i think light of the republic was uh or light of the jedi it was was going to be the first one that was a new size and everything like that uh so they definitely like have the information about like this is what size it is and this is you know the size of the print like 
they're making a conscious decision to do that, and that's the part uh, that's frustrating about it. It's not hard. It's really, really not. Uh, Drew, I need an update because um, you... I know Devor uh, has read Shadow of the Sith. I just listened to that episode over on Long Review. Drew, how's it coming over there? Uh, it is definitely a book I have opened and started. <laughs> that is I'm, good to know. I'm maybe two-thirds of the way through it now, and it is going slowly. Um, I don't know where everybody else is coming down on this book, but when you go into it knowing that at the end, or by the end of it, a couple things have to happen. You know Ochi has to end up dead. You know Ray's parents have to end up dead. You know Ray has to end up on Jakku. Uh, the book has to do something pretty interesting to make the story compelling enough to continue where I know the ending. So why am I reading this book? It's kind of like the rogue one problem of, we know what happens at the very end, the rebels get the plans. So the story, how they get there, those plans better be super exciting. Rogue one, very successful. Uh, uh, this other one, the jury is still out, but it doesn't look good for the defendant. (laughs) I'm not, strongly compelled to finish this one as speedily as other books I'm also reading at the same time. Like I have this and then two other books and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to read this one because this one's actually fun. (laughs) I find it very interesting that your interpretation of Star Wars is so different from most people's interpretations of what makes Star Wars, but yet you still like you still get Star Wars. You're not wrong about that. As a lifelong holder of minority opinions, this is not an uncomfortable position for me to be in. Um, You should hear me at our Bible studies. (laughs) Um, I do tend to come with a slightly out of left field position when it comes to, you know, really anything. I try and and look at things just slightly different. Um, If we all had the same consensus opinion, none of this would be very entertaining anyway. We do put the clashing in clashing sabers. There's a reason it's not, you know, polite conversation sabers, you know? It's not. We all get along all the time on every single thing. Yeah, the last one kind of doesn't roll off the tongue. It doesn't abbreviate well either. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been easier to get that as a nonprofit name when we were filing that a couple years ago. (laughs) Our our merchandise just ends up like, have you seen those coffee mugs where they just put the first letter of everything and it's like the whole speech of of, uh, Darth Plagueis the Wise? Uh, (laughs) I can imagine a t-shirt where the name starts on on one side and just goes across and then down the sleeve. Yes. (laughs) That would be amazing. There's only a long sleeve option. (laughs) I'm trying. One of these, I, I will have to finish it because I still have the other. What's the other one that I bought? Um, Brotherhood. Bro- Brotherhood. I yes. bought, bought it at the same time. I was like, oh, this was not a smart decision for me. I really should not purchase them without being entirely sure I'm going to have to be able to commit to them as quickly as I need to be. Like Ronan, I know is the day going to be a day one purchase. Even the Queen's book were were day one purchases once I got into that series. So yeah, I just need to be smarter about these kinds of things. Devor, do you have like? a certain author that you've really connected with. I know I've heard you, you, you talk a lot about the books, but you don't necessarily read all of them right when they come out. So you also have like a different perspective on it because I, you know, I'm getting the more immediate reactions and you've had the delayed of, of hearing, uh, you know, people's reaction to it. So has that led you to like a certain kind of story or author that you like? (sighs) 
That's a good question. I mean, I've been trying to lately at least do a better job of keeping up with things as they are coming out. And I think at least like particularly in this year, I've done pretty good at that. I mean, I would say authors, I mean, like I would say particularly like genre wise within Star Wars, like I, I know that like some people aren't into it. Like I'm big on the YA Star Wars. Like, yes. like for me, YA Star Wars is like the top tier Star Wars books. So, like, my my favorite book still, and I don't think it will ever get knocked down, is Lost Stars. Like, it is up there. Brotherhood got close. Like, Brotherhood is nipping at the heels I, because I wow. think that book is okay. pretty much, like, I, I think that book is, like, I, I have not talked about it because I never did an episode and was not guesting anywhere. Like, that book, like, blew me away. That was, like, t- 10 out of 10 Star Wars for me. I love wow. Brotherhood. Yeah. And, yeah, so, like, yeah, Lost Stars is my favorite, like, I, I have, particularly on Twitter, I'm, I have on various times, like, like beaten, like, sung the gospel of A Crash of Fate, which I, which is, I think, a book that is wow. criminally yes. underrated. And, like, oh. nobody talks about A Crash of Holy Fate, even though it's like a 9 out of yeah. 10 Star Wars book. Like, very literally, weird. I hear you say that all the time, and every time <clears throat> it just brings me such joy. Yes. <laughs> It is so good, and no, I, it is what I've always dubbed it as the best Star Wars book, or at least the best canon Star Wars book no one talks about. It's very, very good. Hmm. Where are you on the uh, Ronin is perfect scale? <sighs> yeah. Um, put you in a, a tight position right you, now. <laughs> your number has to be a positive. We don't use negative numbers on the scale. Right. We only go from 9 to 10, where 9 is fantastic and 10 is perfect. So on the scale of Jesus 9 to 10. <laughs> and Lost Stars is an 8. <laughs> no. I, like, I liked Lost Stars. I know. I think I am somewhere in the, like, between, like, you, Drew, and you, Brandon. Um, <laughs> okay, I that's think like I am everybody pro- on Earth. Got it. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Pretty much. Way to pick a side. I, I, think, I think I am probably in the, like, seven or eight out of ten. Wow. I'll take it. I'll yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, it is, like... It, it was it's like it's unique it's a compelling story but it is also like the last third of the book when i was listening to it, i did not know what was happening oh it's so good at all like the stuff with the mirror and then all of a sudden his daughter is there i'm like i have oh. no idea what's happening oh mm, it brings back such fun memories. you had no idea what was happening just in the last third <laughs> brandon was confused from page one yeah poor guy poor guy <laughs> The dedication was just just really for, for a loop. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well done. Well All right, guys. Done. Well, before we just... Th- this train just goes completely off the rails. Uh, Drew, I am going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, you're going to be... Breathe. Oh, in, you're going to be... In charge? Fine. No, 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 no. All right. But well, it will be fun. We'll be right back after this. Cowards. I saw your mark, old friend. Friend? That's a generous term considering what happened. Uh, you two know each other. Still a bounty hunter, I see. Tell me you don't miss it. Wait, 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 wait. You were a bounty hunter? That explains a lot. I don't think Ketsu's here for a reunion. You know me well. I'm just here for the droid. Not you, Chop. Him. 
So, Sabine, how do you know her? She never told you how we broke out of the Imperial Academy? That was a long time ago, before you got greedy and left me for dead. <laughs> You'd have been better off dead than joining this band of rebels. I didn't believe it until I saw the Empire put a bounty on you. You gonna try to collect on it? Haven't decided yet. Besides, I work for the Black Sun now, and I have another job to finish first. I can't let you do that. Now it's time for a game. So, as Brandon said, he wanted to do something a little bit different, and we decided to come up with a game, and of course, that's a terrible thing to allow me to do on my own, because who knows what's going to happen next. So, we came up with a game, and this the game uh, is going to be called, uh, one of these things is not like another Skywalker. <laughs> yep. Was that, that was good? good. Did you like that? I that really, good. I approve. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a, two of these things are real, one of them is not, and you have to identify which one is the not real thing. We'll go back and forth. I have six questions for each of you, so we'll keep track of points, and whoever can get the correct answers the most will be the winner of the game tonight. So, and I'll give you an example well, question. Before, before you do that, I have a question. Oh. You said you have six questions for each of us. Have you selected the six questions specifically for each of us? Or Oh, you- yes, absolutely. There are some that are Brandon questions, and there are some that are DeVore questions. There, there are some that Brandon, Brandon will be like, oh, I know this, and he will not get those questions. Um, I also have tiebreaker at the end, and it's absurd, so please don't end in a tie, or else it's going to be weird. Um, but it's going to be fine. So here's an example question. If I were to say... Uh, two of these are Star Wars slang and one of them is not. And your options are A, wizard, B, blast it, and three, on fleek. You would say, you would give the correct answers on fleek since that is not a Star Wars term. This is, that's how the game works, okay? So, so we'll, we'll start with divorce since you're the guest of honor. Uh, the first question goes to you. Are you ready, sir? All right. Yes. So I'm going to give, again, I'm going to read, I'm going to say two of these are real things that exist. One of them is not. You have to tell me A, B, or C, which one is not real. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. These are video games that are real. One. Okay. Sorry. A, Star Wars Super Bomb Bad Racer. B, Star Wars Super Phantom Menace. C, Star Wars Racer Revenge. Which one of those three is not a real game? And I swear I can hear you Googling. So don't even try it. I, I, I am not. Okay. Super Bombad, Super Phantom Menace, Racer Revenge. You can't cheat, dog. Okay. All right. <laughs> I love it. I love it already. Brandon, do any of these sound familiar to you? Oh, yeah. I know. I, I, I'm... I know one for sure that is yep. real. <laughs> yeah, me too. We've talked about ninety percent uh, sure on on the other one. Great kid, don't get cocky. Okay, well let's All see. Right. Devo, um, coming down to the, the the timers running out here. Um, uh, B, Super Phantom B. Menace. That is correct. That is not a real game. Very yes. good, sir. Well, done. I was wrong on that then because they had the Super Return of the Jedi and stuff for Game Boy. That's right, but Super Phantom Menace is not a real game. (laughs) 
Racer's Revenge. What's what's the story of Racer's Revenge? Racer Revenge is the sequel to the pod racing game on the N64, but this one only came out on the PlayStation 2. Wow. I haven't had a PlayStation 2, and I never... Is is the plot that Ben Quadraneros (laughs) re-enters to seek his his dignity back? Back from the dead, Rats Tyrell returns (laughs) from the grave. To seek revenge against the Sebulba. No, it actually it actually features a Cloning slightly Sith older alchemy. Anakin. Secrets only the Sith Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got it. You got it. You have seen this game. Okay, cool. Oh, All right. man. All right. So, Brandon, your turn. Two of these are actual ship types in the Star Wars universe. The third one is not. Okay. Which one is real? Or which one is not real? Is it A, a Carrick-class light cruiser? B, a colonial class capital, or C, a Lucre Hulk class battleship? Uh, all right. Two of those are real. One of them is not. The first one again was. Carrick class light cruiser. Okay, I know that's a ship. I know the okay. Lucre is a ship. So I'm going with B. Nice job. Colonial class capital. Do you know what ship that actually is? Uh, is it the SS Enterprise? No. Wow. No. <laughs> Enterprise is an Enterpli- Enterprise-class starship, but that's okay. It's ba- the Battlestar Galactica. Okay. Okay. Good, right. good pool. Good pool there. All right. Tied at one right now. So, Devor, you got a chance to pull ahead here. Let's see. All right. Three of these characters are Jedi. Okay. One of them is not a real Jedi character. Okay. Is it A, Tasha Rio? Is it B, Tomer Darpen? Or is it C, Zet Jukasa? Okay, Zet Jukasa is a real one. How do people know that? <laughs> How do people know Isn't that George Lucas's son? Yes. Uh, okay. Yes, exactly. Uh, He's the one who right. bites it in front of the 501st in Revenge of the oh, Sith. Man. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> we barely knew oh, you. Say the first two again. Brandon, he's pretty good at this game. I don't like it. <laughs> the first one was Tasha Rio, and the second one was Tomer Darpin. Mm. I'm going A. You're going to go with A, Tasha Rio. No, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Tasha Rio is from the Dawn of the Jedi comic book series. To- Tomer Darpin is actually an X-Wing pilot who flew with the Tier Fun Yellow Aces. Can't believe you got that wrong, bud. Come on. <laughs> Those yellow aces get you every time. They do, they do. All right, Brandon, this is your chance to pull ahead and and kind of start to solidify a lead. Are you ready? Let's go. All right, these three are planets in the Star Wars universe, except one of them is an imposter. Can you find the imposter? The first choice is A, Lenep. The second one is B, Borlius. And the third one is C, Zenoma Sakat. Borlius is definitely... Okay. Give give me the other two options again. The first option was Lenep, and the okay. se- the last option was Zenoma Sakat. I'm going to ask you about the answer once we identify it. Mm, Zenoma Sakat. I'm going to. Oh. I'm like, it's too long and weird to be a Star Wars name, but then I'm also like, 
Yeah, it's too I long and weird, a... so it's a Star Wars name. It's, can I interest you in one Concord Dawn? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, like, and the Maw installation. Oh man, I'm gonna go with C as the imposter. No, I'm sorry. Zenoma Sakat is an actual planet. It is a Force-sensitive planet that can move on its own. I will refer you to the Rogue Planet novel. That ah, yes, that classic masterpiece. Yes. I'm sorry, but Lanep is the fake answer. That is actually a city in Montana. (laughs) (laughs) That's why nobody knows anything in Montana. Do you know how hard it is to find a random city in Montana? There aren't that many cities in Montana. Well, if there's a bright center of the universe, you're on the planet that it's farthest from. There's not that many oh, people right. in Montana. That's true. There's also, you know, fascinating. There's also not so many speed limits in Montana. There's a lot of places where it's just 80 miles an hour because there's just nobody there. It's pretty cool. So if you like to drive fast and you like cold and <laughs> nothing else in the world, I guess Montana's your place. And to all our Montana listeners, we love you. <laughs> yeah. Send your uh, anti or pro Montana propaganda to clashingsabers at gmail.com. <laughs> all right. Uh, whose turn is it? Devor, your turn. You guys yes. are still tied one one to one. Uh, that seems like round two kind of threw everybody for a loop, so let's see how it goes here. This one is episode titles. Three of these okay. are actual episode titles, except you have one faker to find out. Here are your huh. choices. A, Blood Sisters. B, Brain Invaders. Or C, the gift. Okay, Brain Invaders is one. How uh, how is it possible? <laughs> that is that that's the Geonosian brain parasite from season two arc. I oh love that. Oh my gosh. I can't you people Blood right. Sisters and oh. the Gift. Blood Sisters and the Gift. Those are your two options. I, I'm legit gonna be sad if Devore gets this one wrong. Really? <sighs> yeah. Oh no! Because I think I know the one that it that's left that is real, and I also know like what it was if about. If you know what the wrong one is from, it makes better sense. Okay, I'm gonna go with. Well, better sense in the sense of what I've just f- recently finished watching, like yesterday. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the gift. I'm sorry, but The Gift is an episode from Game of Thrones. Blood Sisters is an episode from Rebels. All right. Brandon, can you tell us about the episode from Bloods of Blood Sisters from It from is Rebels? in season 2, I believe, and it is when uh, you meet Sabine's old pal Ketsu Ono and uh, they have that whole back and forth of we used to be friends and now we're enemies but they were becoming friends again and uh yeah we almost wow. lose chopper in that episode it's good stuff wow <laughs> i i truly truly i am amazed at how fast you're able to pull all that information together yeah i i'm shocked and amazed that's why i rewatch rebels all the time just for about you, to say, when you said that earlier i was like oh crap this is gonna throw out a couple things here <laughs> All right, Brandon, we're going to go back to you then. So I have pulled ahead then. N- no, you're... Oh. Because no, yeah, I said you, the gift. Yeah, 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 the gift. He, yeah. you got the right yeah, one. I've yeah. got to mark yeah. that down the right way. Sorry, so you so, are ahead two to one. I'm, I'm sorry, did you say 
I'm ahead 17 to 1. Okay, keep going. Close, close, very okay. close. You're so close to what I said. Um, Brandon, when Jin Urso is looking at project names inside the Scarif base, she's, there are a couple that are listed. Mm-hmm. I have three of them here, but one of them is not real. Just saw it so in you IMAX, to- so I'm going to be really upset right. if I... So option A, Cluster Prism. Okay. Option B, World Devastator. Option C, Mark Omega. Uh, it's B. Nice job. See, I thought I was going to get you that because one of them is from the uh, novelization is not in the movie. Oh, that's a oh, good pull. Oh, my God. Yeah. So the two that are are real were Cluster Prism, right? Yep. Is that that and- one's in the film. Yeah. Mark, Mark Omega is mentioned in the novelization. It's mentioned in the not, film as well. No, it's not. I had the two lists side by side. Dang, okay. <laughs> All right, so, man, it's tied back up. Guys, we're halfway through, and it's tied. I'm, I'm, I'm a little excited to see what happens next. All, All right. right. Devor, yes. I'm really sorry for this one. Oh, God. Jabba the Hutt is not Jabba's full name. Jabba has two family surnames that come after the name Jabba. Mm-hmm. You have to find the real two, na- two names and tell me which of these three options is not. Okay. So is it A, Tior, mm-hmm. B, Desilijic, or C, Seleucia? It's C. Very good. <laughs> now, is that because you're intimately familiar with hut culture? Or because you've read the Wheel of Time series recently turned into a TV show on Amazon Prime. They're not a sponsor, but they could be if they wanted to. Neither. I just, it's somehow, I, I, I have read that somewhere, and it has been imprinted in my brain, his full name. It's one of those things it's hard to ignore once you see it. You're like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> All right, Brandon. I am equally apologetic for this question to you because I know how much you love this stuff. Oh, my goodness. All right, let's go. Among the many weapons in the Star Wars universes, there is a lot of different blaster types, makes, and models. I've I'm going to give you three. One of them is not re- a real blaster rifle model. Here are your choices. Is it A, FL-13 blaster rifle? Okay. Is it the KA-74 blaster rifle? Or is it the E-212 searing enforcer? Read me A and B again. A? <laughs> Only those two? You don't want the third one? You feel like you're pretty familiar with that one, do you? No, I just want to... Okay. He wrote a book on that one. <laughs> By the time you get through A and B at this point, I'll be asking you what C is, so go through them all again. I got you, I got you. A is FL-13, but it's FL-13 blaster rifle. Okay. I should be more specific. I apologize. It's FL-13 blaster rifle. B was KA-74 blaster rifle. No dash. And E-212 Searing Enforcer. I'm going to go with the imposter is the FL-13. Wow. Very good. I am impressed. What gave it away? Uh, I had a feeling that you somehow just like pulled something and were like, oh, Brandon was originally from Florida, so he put FL. No, but that would have been a good one. FL is for folklore and 13 is Taylor Swift's favorite number. So let's move (laughs) on. 
Okay. Also, the K- KA-74 blaster rifle, that's what Cobb Vanth uses in the, his episode, The Marshal. And the E-212 steering enforcer comes from the Old Republic video game. See, that sounds like a video game kind of kind of good. Doesn't Ooh. it? It really does. It's, it's kind of, you guys are tied up again. I don't know if you know that or not, but it's just going to be like that. This is going to be neck and neck. You know Lindsay is chomping at the bit listening here. She's like, I could have won this whole thing. I just want okay. the, uh, the, the bonus question because you... you- <laughs> You threw, don't. You threw, don't. You threw the bait out. You don't. You don't. You don't. <laughs> All right, Devor. Yes. A couple months ago, we played a game about soundtracks. We played a game about naming tracks and which movies they belong to and what, uh, how long they were and things like that. Yeah. Three, I'm going to give you three track names, and you're going to tell me which track name is not a real track on a Star Wars movie soundtrack. Okay. Is it... Anakin's betrayal. Is it the good guy, or is it Yoda's death? Yoda's death. Wow! All right. Anakin's yeah. betrayal's Revenge of the Sith. The good guy is That's- Solo. Okay. Listen, I didn't think anyone <laughs> knew the Solo soundtrack that closely. Dude, I, I listen to that fan. soundtrack all the time. Do you really? I listen. I love John Williams, but. There is an argument to be made that just listening to soundtracks, Rogue One and Solo, are possibly higher for me to listen to than any John Williams ones. Okay, you threw Rogue One in there, and I have there are issues with the Rogue One soundtrack that the parts of it soar like on the wings of eagles, and it's fantastic. But there are other parts that are just so cliche and so like faux drama that it just I can't listen to those sections anymore because they're just not good to me. But oh, I disagree strongly. Just there's a couple parts of it that are just like, all right, chill out, Michael Giacchino. You've done great things. Take it, e- take it easy here. Okay, so Devore is back in the lead, but only by one point. Brandon, that is me. You really need to nail this one. You really need to nail this one. That's all I'm really going to say. Okay. Okay. Nail it. Got it. And because I know how familiar you are with the Legend series, and you know of my love of the Legend series, you know that my favorite series within the Legends books is definitely the New Jedi Order, which featured the Yuzin Vong Vong as the intergalactic invaders who cannot be sensed in the Force. The Yuzin Vong serve a pantheon of gods. And I'm going to give you three gods in their pantheon, and you're going to tell me which one of them I made up. Okay. Is it Yun Bolas? Is it Yun Harla? Or is it Yun Shuno? For no reason at all. And uh, because this is all I got, I'm going to go with C. No, I'm sorry. But Yun Bolas is not a real god in the Yuzenvong pantheon. Yun Harla is the trickster. Yun Shuno is the pardoner. Yun Bolas is named after a nickel uh, is named after Nickel Bolas from the Magic: The Gathering card game. I thought he was about to say he was named after Nickelback. And- <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's it's also a partner to Yun Photograph. Um, Divorce yes. the end is in sight. I don't know if okay. you can smell it, but that's the finish line. You can smell. You're ahead All by right. one. So we all like books and we like to read. We even talked about authors earlier before, which Brandon, if you ever do that again, where you almost ruin one of my questions, I will reach through these microphones and hurt you. 
But there's been a lot of people who have written a lot of books throughout the, throughout the you know the Star Wars universe. We've been having new books ever since Splinter of the Mind's Eye came out in like 1978 or whatever. I'm going to give you three authors, and you're going to tell me which one has never written a Star Wars book. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Yes. The first possibility is it A. R. A. Salvatore. Mm-hmm. Is it B. L. Neil Smith. Or is it C. Clayton Emery. God. Two of these okay. individuals have indeed written Star Wars books. The third one hasn't even come close. R. A. Salvatore. What was the second one? L. Neil Smith. L. Neil Smith. And the third one. <laughs> <laughs> the third one is Clayton Emery. R.A. Smith, uh, R.A. Salvatore, uh, famous of the uh, Drizzt books in the Dragonlance series. L. Neil Smith, I don't know <laughs> anything else to give you. All right. Um, God, my wife's going to kill me if I get this wrong. Uh, B. No, I'm sorry. El Neil Smith wrote The Adventures of Lando Calrissian, including The Mind Harp of Sharu. Clayton Emery wrote Magic the Gathering novels, but not a Star Wars book. And R.A. Salvatore wrote The Attack of the Clones novelization. That is correct. That, and also Vector Prime, the first book of the New Jedi Order series. <laughs> you can tell what was on my mind when I was doing hmm, these I wonder. Hey, they're good. Well, okay, they're not good. They're fun. How's they that? exist. They, they do more than that. They do more than that. All right, Brandon, if you get this wrong, then Devor wins it. But if you, if you get this right and you tie, then we go to the world's worst version of sudden death. And are you sure you want to do that? I know how tired you are and how late it is. <laughs> I, 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 I honestly kind of do. But Okay. So I'm putting a well, lot of pressure on myself. I also don't like to lose. So, Devorah, you, the... you, you don't ever end up on the show again. You know why. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If there's if there's suddenly an application uh, or a job position open for a co-host on the ClashingSabers.net website, you'll know what happened. <laughs> so before The Phantom Menace came out, probably one of the biggest things we had in the Star Wars universe was the release of Shadows of the Empire, right? Shadows right. of the Empire was a pretty big deal in the video game world. And they came out with a lot of ancillary materials and they came out with toys, books, and all these different things. Three things that they came out with, I'm going to give you a list of, and two of them are real. One of them is not. You have to tell me which one of these things is not an actual product released associated with Shadows of the Empire. Is it A, audio cassettes of the novelization okay is it b chewbacca as snuva plushie or is it c soundtrack not based on the game the soundtrack i know definitely existed okay uh the chewy uh oh. see because i had the shadows of the empire chewbacca uh action figure Mm-hmm. And he had like the the flat top. It was he's got it was, a little yep, little flat top going on. So I disguised as the bounty hunter Snuva. I'm trying to uh, trying to think if they would make a plushie of that, or if plushies were even oh even a big thing back then. All right, what was the what was the first one? Audio cassettes of the novelization. Mm. See, and like 
I can envision like a six set of cassette tapes, you know, and like a big folding box, but I don't know if that's just me <laughs> making it up in my mind or I actually, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm, oh, no, I'm not just going to go with my gut because my gut got it wrong. No, this, it really does matter a lot. You have to like really, really think about this and you need to overthink this. You really should overthink it a lot. See, as a matter of fact, that's, uh, that's my secret. I always overthink. <laughs> so good so good when it's so bad i'm gonna go with a no ah! yes they did indeed release audio cassettes they never released chewbacca as a snoova plushie uh shout out to happybeats.net for confirming my suspicions devore congratulations you are the first uh annual and <laughs> ever maybe Winner of this game of one of these things is not like another Skywalker. Congratulations, young man. You should be very proud of yourself. Thank you. Thank you. It Drew. was Brandon was good competition. <laughs> I, I was surprised at, at quite a number of, of times with, with his certainty of things. It really was like, oh, crap. He knows more than uh, I give him credit for. <laughs> <laughs> well, I lost, so clearly not. No, I'm, I'm still impressed. I was very, uh, I'm very proud of you. You did a great job too, Brandon. Uh, I wish I had a good parting gift for you, but no, you're still stuck with me for the foreseeable future. Uh, there's, there's worse fates in the world. Aww. You gotta tell me. We gotta know what, what, what yeah. was the, what was yeah. the bonus question? So, if it were to go to a tie, I was going to give you each 60 seconds, and Brandon would have to list as many named starships in the galaxy as he could come up with, such as Millennium Falcon, Devastator, Thunder Flare, so on and so forth. And Devor was going to have to give me 60 seconds of every Jedi he could name possible. And whoever had the most won. Oh, that's that's actually quite good. I didn't yeah, know it is. how familiar you'd be with the starships, Brandon, so that's why I gave it to you. <laughs> I think I could... I don't know. I feel like... Devor just like with has a list in his head of all the Jedi that you could just pull out at any moment. Like, oh, I need this little bit of lore. There's like an e like there's a whole lot of like low hanging fruit, but I feel like the amount of information could be overwhelming, and you'd have like three Stooges syndrome where there's too many too many uh, names trying to get through the door at the same time. They get stuck. That's kind of what I was banking on, but we didn't have to get that far, which was pretty good. That is pretty good. Well, Devor, congratulations, and the trophies in the mail. The mail service is, is uh, slow right now. Don't be surprised if it gets lost. Just, just, that's, that's a good point. That's yeah, a good point. Just, just a note on that. But no, seriously, thank you for coming on and joining us. We kind of just wanted to have a little bit of uh, of fun. Is you know, with the delay for for Andor now coming out in September, we'll of course get back to that when it uh, is getting closer on. But Sometimes it's fun to just remember that Star Wars is not all that serious for as serious as it is. And so, <laughs> Devor, thank you again for coming on the show. And uh, if people want to hear more of you and, and hear your pantheon of knowledge and well-researched podcasts, and I don't say that sarcastically, I say it very honestly, uh, where can they find you? Yeah, so yeah, thank you guys for uh, having me on. I, that was a really, really good game. I really enjoyed that. And I'm slightly bummed that we did not go to Tiebreaker because I think that would have been very fun. <laughs> Next <laughs> But uh, yeah, if folks want to 
you know, hear me. Um, I, as, as Brandon mentioned at the beginning of the show, I host a Star Wars podcast called The Larger View of the Force, which is all about the many connections we can make between Star Wars and ourselves at a personal level, and then also with the larger real world galaxy in which we live. The podcast you can find pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts, wherever you're listening to this now, odds are you can find my show. And then you can also find the show on Twitter at a larger view pod. And I will make sure all those links are available in the show notes so that you can go follow him on all of those things. And genuinely, Devor, I, I genuinely say this to you, like, it's very rare that a new podcast just instantly shoots to the top of your list of, like, the ones you skip the other ones for to listen to when a new episode drops. And that you, you've genuinely, genuinely built a, a really cool thing over there with the larger view of the force. And if you are even a little bit of a fan of ours or uh, think we kind of do an okay job, you're <laughs> going to think Devor is a god. So go over there and subscribe. Uh, Drew, when you are not making games to uh, entertain and wreck souls, what do you oh, do? Oh, come on now. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Drew Brett um, with the new Taylor Swift album coming out. By the time you hear this, it will have come out, and hopefully, I'll be able to have given you what are the top tracks of that. Because, I mean, everything she does is amazing. It's crazy. Um, still working on a couple articles, hoping to post in the next couple weeks. It turns out when school started, things didn't get a whole lot slower in my house as much as I thought they were going to be. So it's crazy uh, how that happens. Have you looked at the draft that's in there yet, Brandon? By any chance? Does I, have curiosity? Not. I have Good, not. Good, don't. You're okay. not going to like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair i can't wait uh it's it's been a lot of fun to try to, to work on um this one particular uh project so hopefully i can get that out there in the next couple weeks and you guys can enjoy that and uh i mean you're gonna hear lots of taylor swift reactions on both podcasts i know for sure uh so definitely uh, yeah make sure you're so. following all of those also uh if you're not already a member uh join our patreon we have some bonus shows on there and uh, 100% of the proceeds go to uh, buying and shipping books to schools and uh, uh, just spreading the good word of Star Wars and, and giving books to to kids. So, And uh, we will be coming out with more shows here in the very near future. Lindsay and I are going to be recording Shadow of the Sith soon, so that episode will drop. And then uh, I'm already starting to backlog on books for us to to record episodes on. So there's going to be a lot of content coming out. We are going to be covering Andor when it comes out. I'm very excited for that release. And uh, until then, just remember that whenever you look to the Force, you will find Batch 8. Hi-ho. You see what I did there, Devor? I kind of stole your... <laughs> I did. Yes, I did notice that. Okay. I don't know if you, if you explain the joke, does it make it... Not funny anymore. Listen, that's the only way my jokes are funny. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. That makes sense. Can you elaborate, please? Yeah, sure. You see what happens at... No, <laughs> All Clashing Sabers productions are the intellectual property of the Clashing Sabers network and ClashingSabers.net. All licensed sounds and images are the property of their respective copyright holders and are used for informational and educational purposes only. For more information on our nonprofit or to nominate a teacher, go to ClashingSabers.net. For questions or inquiries, please email us at clashingsabersnetwork at gmail.com. You're just going to walk away?